In today's episode of the Iman Wire podcast. Without knowing God and his messenger, you cannot know yourself and you cannot make sense of your own existence. Why do I exist? What's the purpose of my life? What is right and wrong? Assalamu alaikum. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners to Iman Wire podcast, Istanbul edition. I'm your host, Ma'atasim Atiyah, today with my co-host, Mustafa Davis. Assalamu alaikum, Mustafa. Wa alaikum assalam, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mustafa, I think you'd agree we have a very special guest today. Of course. Uh, with us today is the president of Ibn Khaldun University, Dr. Rajab Senturk. Dr. Rajab, thank you so much for being with us. You're most welcome. So Dr. Rajab, last time we were together with Mustafa, we did a podcast. It was really just a great conversation on why why learn. Do you recall that? Yes. And subhanAllah, ever since we put that podcast out, so many people listen to it, so many communities, so many Islamic schools. Uh, people have been trying to implement everything that you taught there. And they asked me, when's your next podcast with Dr. Rajab? It's not complete yet, right? <laughs> no, it's not. We gave him just a taste. Exactly. <laughs> so we're hoping to have a five-part uh, series conversation with Dr. Rajab, and today's topic is going to be what to learn. Yes. So, Dr. Rajab, let me start out by asking you the question: What should I learn? The first thing uh, you need to learn <coughs> is your Creator. You know, uh, this is considered uh, the uh, first and the uh, most important obligation on every human being. Uh, it's considered the first fard on every human being before anything else. That's the uh, foundation. Uh, and every person uh, who is uh, starting education, this is what uh, he or she should learn first. And every child, after you know, uh, starting to realize things and developing an ability to learn things, uh, this is what uh, must be taught uh, to the child, who is the uh, creator. Uh, and is considered the first fardain on every human being, Muslim, non-Muslim, you know, man, woman, uh, everybody knowing uh, the Creator. Because without knowing the Creator, this whole world and even yourself is meaningless. So you're telling me God should be the center of my universe? Uh, yes, because you start understanding yourself when you uh, get to know who's the creator, who's the artist, because uh, human beings uh, is the masterpiece of the art of Allah Ta'ala. Mm. And uh, like when you see a piece of art, they say in a museum, what's the first thing you want to know? Who's the artist, right? You know, uh, so you see yourself as a masterpiece, you know, uh, and the first thing you need to know is like who's the artist? And that artist is Allah Ta'ala. And without knowing Allah Ta'ala, you are considered jahil, ignorance. Because knowledge of the Creator is the uh, most fundamental foundation of all other types of uh, knowledge. Without the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala, everything else you know wouldn't make sense. Are you talking about knowledge in my head or knowledge in my heart? What do you mean by knowing God? You know, there are levels of knowledge and uh, knowledge of Allah Ta'ala begins, you know, uh, in the mind, mm. you know, based on some evidence, some rational uh, knowledge. And then it progresses to a different type of 
spiritual experiential knowledge in the heart but some for some people the way is the opposite way it begins from the heart through feeling deep feeling uh, in the heart and then they discover the rational foundations uh, of it uh, so either you start from rational th- theoretical uh, thinking uh, it will take you to the spiritual experiential knowledge or if you begin with the spiritual experiential knowledge of Allah Ta'ala it will take you at the end to the rational uh, knowledge of uh, Allah Ta'ala we don't see a dichotomy any opposition uh, between the two these are levels of knowledge uh, and uh, as Muslims we accept uh, all of them Muslims developed uh, for the rational knowledge of Allah Ta'ala a science called ilmul kalam ilmul kalam uh, the discipline of kalam and then for the spiritual experiential knowledge of Allah Ta'ala they develop tasawuf hmm. or ilmul ihsan or fiqhul batin so Uh, uh, both ways are uh, in our map you know uh, and our scholars uh, you know uh, guide us how to travel either rational way to Allah Ta'ala or spiritual way uh, to Allah Ta'ala and there is no dichotomy there is no opposition you know between the uh, two ways uh, uh, so one way is uh, called من الأثر إلى المؤثر from art to the artist this is the rational way this is like the Abrahamic way because in the Quran there's a story that he used this yes. sort of rationale with them didn't he? yes you know he was thinking about the creation and by looking at the creation he came to a better understanding of the creator uh, but the opposite is also true from muathir to the athar من المؤثر إلى الأثر from the artist to the arts because if you know the artist it helps you better understand the art so either from art to the artist or from the artist to the arts so the philosophers the uh, uh, the theologians they say i am therefore there is god and the sufis they say he is therefore hmm. i am Yeah, two ways. Higher, it sounds like a higher maqam <laughs> to me, yes. a higher station. Two, two ways. Right. I am, therefore he is. You know, this is the approach of the theologians, scientists, philosophers, because I, as an art of Allah Ta'ala, you know, uh, 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 indicate uh, I am the proof yeah. you know, of the existence of uh, Allah Ta'ala. Uh, but uh, the spiritual experience Uh, uh, teaches you uh, how great Allah Ta'ala is, then his existence becomes evidence for your own uh, existence. But these uh, two ways of knowledge, they support each other. And in the Quran, we see both of them. Is this specific to Muslims or is this the same methodology for people of other faith backgrounds? Uh, For everybody. For everybody. Because... Uh, knowledge of Allah Ta'ala is common to all humanity. You know, uh, everyone in the world is searching for the uh, Creator. But uh, the true knowledge of Creator cannot be acquired simply by uh, thinking, uh, simply by searching. 
I mean, by uh, rational search, we can arrive only to the conclusion that the creator exists. He is one and he's uh, uh, most powerful, most knowledgeable. But if you want to go further, we have to rely on divine revelation. And divine revelation is the way how Allah Ta'ala introduces himself uh, to us. Actually, that's the second obligation uh, to know uh, on every human being in the world, knowledge of the messenger of Allah. So who is the messenger of Allah? So after I discover that you know there is my creator, and then uh, I have to uh, uh, search, did he communicate with humanity? Did he communicate with the world? You know, does he have any message uh, for me? Is there something he wants me to do? You know, uh, and how can I please him? You know, uh, so why did he create it? Uh, why did he create me? Is there a purpose for my existence? You know, so these questions uh, forces you to learn the messenger of Allah Ta'ala. So the second mandatory knowledge to learn on every human being is knowledge of the messenger of uh, Allah Ta'ala. Yani, uh, so the first one is Ma'rifatullah. The second one is Ma'rifatul Rasulillah. So you know, I, I need to just ask you a few questions here, Dr. Rajab. Like, why is it so important for me to have that substantial knowledge of learning about God? Can I just get through my day and get through my life with just, you know, okay. Just be a good person. Just be a good God exists. That's nice. And I'm just going to go on and be, be me. Yes. Uh, as I said, uh, without knowing God and his messenger, you cannot know yourself. Hmm. And you cannot make sense of your own existence. Why do I exist? What's the purpose of my life? What is right and wrong? You know, you can't to get answer a good job, uh, isn't it? These, these to, questions. Just to uh, get a good job and go to Starbucks, take a vacation. <laughs> isn't that the purpose yes, of my yeah. life? So this is like the, you know, uh, what's presented as an ideal American dream. You know, uh, <laughs> like a, you know, uh, good salary, <laughs> big house, nice car, full refrigerator, yeah. and a nice wife and a dog. And then, you know, <laughs> Don't forget the, the fence, and then, uh, fence. 2.5 children, <laughs> uh, statistically speaking. Uh, but these things will not uh, make you happy because human beings, they have reason, they have intellect. And these things, you know, nice car, nice home, nice wife, good dog, you know, these things, they are not going to satisfy your mind. You know, they will satisfy your material needs but jesus said man doesn't live on bread only mm. you know man lives on knowledge and the most fundamental food you know for our mind and heart is the knowledge uh, of uh, allah ta'ala and without that without that knowledge you will never be happy you will never be satisfied uh, you will never be able to make a meaningful life uh, a significant uh, 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 mission, you know, uh, and meaning for your existence uh, in this world. Uh, uh, so that's why, uh, even in terms of like, you know, everyone is searching for happiness, and uh, no one can be happy without a meaningful connection with himself, with the world, and with Allah Taala, and without a significant, meaningful connection with the Creator. Of Allah Taala, you know, it, it's impossible, you know, uh, for people to make a 
meaningful uh, uh, connection with their own self and uh, with the world. Uh, so they can never be uh, happy. So knowledge of Allah Ta'ala uh, satisfies both the intellect and also brings uh, happiness you know, to ourselves because it turns our life into a meaningful you know, uh, activity. Uh, otherwise, we become like animals. The only purpose is to get better food, mm. sleep in a nicer place, you know, uh, but these things uh, is not enough uh, to make us uh, uh, happy. So Ma'rifatullah, Ma'rifatullah and Ma'rifatu Rasulullah is the foundation of our happiness uh, in, in this world. Uh, so, uh, and also the foundation of all other types of knowledge to make sense of physics, to make sense of chemistry, to make sense of uh, philosophy, to make a sense of like everything uh, you know we know and we practice uh, we need to know who uh, Allah is but only uh, knowing uh, that Allah exists is not enough mm. we have to know him the way he deserves okay and how the is that true knowledge of Allah and uh, and the true knowledge of Allah is the way he introduced himself to humanity not a constructed god from your mind, you know, uh, not uh, a fiction, you know, of your mind, you know, uh, you have to know God the way he introduced himself through his messengers, mm. you know, uh, otherwise it's your fabrication, mm. it's your creation, it's not true God, uh, you know, uh, and uh, the, the, the true knowledge of Allah Ta'ala uh, is the way he introduced himself through his messengers uh, so you have to go to the Quran, you have to go to the Hadith and learn uh, from those uh, sources and without speculating, without adding anything uh, on it because our knowledge is very limited. Uh, we cannot uh, you know, uh, produce fiction you know, about God. So let me ask you, Dr. Rajab, you're a yes. scholar, you're a spiritual a person trying to spiritually bring yourself closer to God. You've studied so much. If I was to ask you, who is God or what is God to you? What would you tell me? Yeah. God is our most beloved. Mm. Because knowing the beautiful makes you love him. Mm. You know? So knowing the beauty makes you spontaneously love the beauty. Mm. So the more you know Allah, the more you love him. You know? uh, and the more you know Rasulullah, the so more nice. you uh, love him. Yeah? Uh, so... Uh, so who is Allah uh, to us? Allah is our beloved. You know, he is our love. Mm. And who is Rasulullah? He is our love. Mm. And, uh, and in the hadith, Rasulullah said, you know, uh, those who get the pleasure of faith are the ones who love Allah and his messenger more than anything else. So th there is a pleasure of faith. You know, when knowledge of Allah faith in Allah and love in Allah, these three are combined, then you get halawatul iman. Mm. Halawatul iman, which is pleasure of faith. You know? So without love of Allah, no pleasure of faith. You know, Dr. I have to say this is very interesting because you're using words as halawa, something sweet. You're using the words love when it comes to God. You know, Pleasure. You know, growing up for us, it was like either pray or get hit with a shib shib or <laughs> then the belt comes out. You know, it was a lot of pain. 
in terms of our relationship with God, which, you know, sort of would turn, I love my parents, they're amazing people. But, you know, as a young person, you didn't want to know God or you didn't even think that you could love him. He's just someone who's going to punish you. Yes, uh, but this is uh, in complete contradiction with the way Allah introduces himself in the Quran mm. and the way Rasulullah introduced him in his hadith. Mm. Because look at the first verse in the Quran, Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, mm. the most loving. Mm. And Rahman is an attribute of Allah. It means love in action, mm. not abstract love. There, is, there are so many different words in uh, Arabic about love. There is like mahabba, there is mawadda, there is sharaf, many other uh, words. Uh, 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 and uh, of course, uh, Allah is also called al-wadud. But he chose ar-Rahman, ar-Rahim. You know, a mother has rahma for the child. And I translate it as love in action. Hmm. You know, love in action, not an abstract uh, love. Uh, so Allah's love for us is love in action. We observe it uh, concretely. And actually, in the uh, the first uh, order to uh, Muslims, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, ikra, bismirabbaka lazi khalaq, khalaqal insana min alaq, ikra wa rabbukal akram. says, read that your Lord is most generous. You know? Which engenders love, it's a yes, connection. Yes, and this generosity, you know, giving without any expectation comes from his love uh, to us. Amazing. So, Bismillah ar-Rahman in the name of Allah, the most loving. You know, they translate as merciful. Is I think it, it is not the precise translation. It should be translated as the most loving. The most loving. Uh, and so this is how Allah introduced himself uh, to us. But today, Allah is taught like a policeman. Yes. Or like a guard, mm. you know, uh, ready to punish you. So this is the wrong way of teaching uh, Allah Taala. Uh, I mean, the, the 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 correct way of teaching Allah Taala is the way He introduced Himself uh, in the Quran, and we keep repeating Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim in the name of Allah, the Most Loving, in the name of the Most Loving, right? And it's repeated twice, Ar Rahman, Ar Rahim, to strengthen uh, to that meaning. Uh, so. Uh, this is the true way of knowing who Allah Ta'ala is. And also, love, you know, muhabbatullah, muhabbat rasulillah. You know, these are all uh, mentioned in the Quran many, many times and in the hadith many, many uh, times. But unfortunately, because these things are not taught today, you know, uh, only like, uh, you know, a, a very rational and dry approach to God. And it's not enough. It doesn't completely reflect how uh, Allah Ta'ala introduced himself in the Quran. So today our ma'rifatullah is incomplete. Uh, it's not uh, uh, perfect. And uh, so when there is true ma'rifatullah, it leads to ta'atillah. Mm. It leads to muhabbatillah. You know, uh, so, What's uh, ta'a, Dr. Rajah, for those that, that don't know? Uh, so uh, knowledge of Allah le leads to love of Allah. Mm. Because you recognize how loving, caring, generous he is, and then you love. And this love leads to obedience mm. to uh, Allah Ta'ala. And this is called in the hadith, halawatul iman. Mm. And Rasulullah said, thalathun man wujida fihinna wajada halawatul iman. So if someone has like three things, then he will have the halawatul iman. So in this modern age, 
because of the uh, uh, disrupted educational system, we lost halawat al-iman. So our project today should be regaining sweetness of iman, sweetness of faith, and introducing it to uh, others. Uh, so this is the restoration you know, in our uh, religion, and it's the revival of the true uh, knowledge and true practice of uh, Allah Ta'ala. Uh, so knowledge of Allah brings you know, uh, this, uh, 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 this pleasure, mm. you know, this sweetness this, to, your, uh, uh, to your heart. Uh, uh, so that's uh, what's missing uh, today because the way Allah is taught today is not the way you know, he introduced himself in the Quran uh, or the way Rasulullah introduced uh, Allah Ta'ala uh, to us uh, in the uh, hadith. So we need to revise it and uh, correct it, uh, inshallah. Ta'ala. So let me ask you, Dr. Before we actually start recording, you were talking about the uh, the model, the Ghazalian model, as to knowing God through your heart to attain this sweetness of faith. Can you just shed some light on that? Uh, How does one go about knowing God through his heart or her heart to start to taste this sweetness of faith? Yes. Uh, I mean, this goes back to the uh, theory of knowledge. Uh, Islamic uh, theory of knowledge states that we learn through our hearts. Reason is in the heart. Uh, I mean, the spiritual heart, not the uh, physical heart. Uh, so the way that I reason, the way that I understand is actually uh, goes through my spiritual heart, depending on the state of my spiritual yes, heart. That's uh, the way I'll see the world around Yes. Me. So uh, according to uh, Islamic theory of knowledge, there is body, and this brain, and on top of it, there is spiritual heart. So the ultimate control center of human being is the spiritual heart, uh, which controls the brain, and through the brain, the spiritual heart communicates with the body. And actually, uh, this is the second thing uh, all human beings should learn, ma'rifatun nafs, who am I? Uh, who am I? So, Marifatullah, Marifatul Rasulillah, and then Marifatul Nafs. You know, who am I? So, Marifatul Nafs is Fard Ain, obligatory on every human being. Similar to the knowledge of Allah, knowledge of self is also mandatory. Because without knowing yourself or incorrect knowing of yourself, you cannot understand like who you are and you cannot understand what's expected from you and you cannot know how you can be happy. Uh, so uh, after knowing Allah Ta'ala and his messenger, you get to know yourself and actually these are all interconnected. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, sometimes they say, you know, knowledge of yourself leads to knowledge of Allah Ta'ala and as we mentioned, knowledge of Allah Ta'ala leads uh, to better knowledge of yourself so they mutually enforce each other the more you know yourself the more you understand Allah the more you understand Allah the more you understand yourself so Marifatun Nefs who am I okay uh, Dr. Rajab I'm American so you know we're going to ask these type of questions yes. <laughs> how do we learn about ourselves how do we know ourselves uh, so the best way of uh, uh, knowing uh, uh, yourself is the way Allah Ta'ala introduced himself 
he introduce you to yourself because he's the artist mm. he's your creator you know see what he says who you are uh, you know uh, and see what he tells you about your place in this whole universe you know so he says you are my khalifa yeah, you are my representative in the creation he says you are the best of the uh, creation so like allah is giving you highest level uh, in the existence he's he appointed you as his vicegerent as his representative in the world to act on his behalf and that's why you say bismillah rahman i am acting on behalf of allah look what kind of you know uh, honor high status he assigned to you he told you okay act on my behalf you know you are my representative act on my behalf you know but don't be consistent you know uh, because when you say bismillah rahman rahim i am acting on behalf of allah the most loving the most caring the most merciful and if your action contradicts with what you said then you are not keeping your uh, your pledge you know uh, so allah you know really honored us you know uh, by allowing us to act uh, on his behalf uh, in this world and our creation you know uh, uh, like as we are we are talking there are three levels you know uh, the, the physical level and then the mind and the soul soul is also called spiritual heart it's called ruh nafs kalb these are all synonymous uh, words used for our uh, metaphysical uh, existence uh, so in in today uh, the focus of uh, uh, positivist sciences is only on the physical existence of human beings just the body and there are some people they accept mind you know uh, but mind for them either just functions of the brain or some metaphysical being but they conflate soul also in the mind but we need to separate mind and soul these are separate entities you know mind is like functions of our brain uh, collecting the data storing it analyzing it but the ultimate command center of human beings is their heart uh, so this is very important uh, for us to know uh, what kind of being you know is a, a human being and we are very different than the way human being is taught today you know uh, so uh, today our educational uh, system is spreading ignorance jahiliya you know uh, uh, so they uh, try to make people atheist you know uh, so atheist means like somebody who has no marifatullah no knowledge uh, of allah ta'ala disconnected from uh, allah ta'ala So what kind of education is this? I mean if you are not teaching the creator then what else you are teaching? First, second, they teach the self in a wrong way. You know, they say yourself is just the body. You know, uh, you are meat, blood and nerves. That's it. Nothing uh, about this. So this is a, a wrong education, wrong uh, teaching. Uh, but the true teaching uh, should be okay, you have a physical body and you have a mind and you have a soul uh, and uh, and the soul is the ultimate control center 
soul controls brain and through the brain it controls the whole uh, body so this is ma'rifatun nafs this is the art of uh, allah ta'ala uh, and there are like three uh, levels in our uh, existence and our actions are productions of these three components mm. you know our heart mind and body collaborates to produce an action but sometimes there is inner action only in the heart you know, uh, but the physical action is a production of these three uh, levels so this is marif uh, to nafs Uh, and it's very important and unfortunately like in the modern education a uh, wrong understanding of self is uh, introduced and also you know they talk about autonomy of the self because they deny existence of god mm. okay then i am autonomous i am i am in charge of my body you know uh, how can you be in charge of your body did you create your body you know uh, do you have a Like a, you know, a bill, you know, uh, showing that you own that body. <laughs> George, I, can't even, I can't even see my back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, if I think I own my body, I can't yeah, even see what's. Yeah. I can't even see my I back. Mean, uh, like, uh, if you own your body, why can't you control it? And if you own your body, and if you are in uh, p- uh, c- complete control of your body, why can't you stop your illness? Mm. Why can't you stop your death? Mm. Right. So that means. You are not in control of your body. You are. You have only like a partial, you know, control uh, of your body to the extent that Allah Taala gave you permission uh, to do uh, what you want to do. But because after you disconnect yourself from Allah Taala, there is no way for you to make sense of your existence, to make sense of your body, and there is no way for you to truly know yourself. You know, and uh, in the Quran, Allah says. Yani, they forgot Allah and as a penalty Allah made them forget themselves so this is the best description of modern and postmodern uh, periods because in this period people forgot Allah Ta'ala and Allah Ta'ala made them forget themselves and so now because they forgot themselves they think you know they came from monkeys You know, uh, they're just, you know, a physical uh, body, you know, meat and nerves and blood. Uh, so this is, you know, like forgetting who you really uh, are. You know? uh, and this is, this, because this is what happens to you. You know, after you lose knowledge of Allah Ta'ala, connection with Allah Ta'ala, this is what happens uh, to you. So, so Dr. Raj, give me some practical advice. Now, I'm hearing this and I and I want to start to know my Lord. I want to start to feed my heart. What, what should I do? Yes. Uh, uh, so, as I said, you know, two ways of uh, knowing it. One way through like rational search. You know, uh, you can think about the, you know, signs of uh, Allah Ta'ala and those signs will lead you to Allah Ta'ala. To contemplation uh, over God's creation. To contemplation about the uh, God's creation, reading book of nature, reading uh, yourself, you know, uh, and this is the way of I am, therefore he is. I am, therefore he is. And then the other way around, the spiritual experience. Uh, do good works, help others, act as a moral person, Uh, give out charity 
you know, this is practice. Be a vice chair. Yeah. So this practice uh, eventually brings you experiential knowledge uh, of Allah Ta'ala. Uh, so two ways. Uh, people are very uh, familiar with the rational way. But the other way, Allah Ta'ala says, فَيُعَلِّمْكُمُ اللَّهُ You know, have piety, have taqwa, Allah will teach you. See, this is not religious knowledge. You know, you have taqwa, you be a good person, moral person, pious person, ethical person, you know, helpful person, then Allah will teach. What's so interesting about this, Dr. Rajab and Mustafa, is that I found in the Muslim community over the past 25 years, we've been robbed a conscious robbing of these concepts of our spirituality to now to start to talk to them again people get a little afraid oh is this even in our religion but it's in the quran yes of course uh, i mean we are against bid'a <laughs> we are against bid'a you know uh, we are against bid'a more than the salafis right. the pseudo salafis right. actually they fall in uh, bid'a by neglecting spiritual aspect of islam yani by abandoning halawat al-iman right. you know, they fall in uh, bid'a by abandoning, like uh, teaching love of Allah Ta'ala, you know, they fall in uh, bid'ah, you know, uh, by uh, also, you know, uh, abandoning this type of knowledge, which is gained, you know, through practice and taqwa, they fall in uh, bid'ah. So it's a deviation from the uh, our uh, authentic uh, tradition, uh, and it does big harm, you know, uh, to Uh, Muslims and the practice of uh, Islam. Uh, so Islam is kind of portrayed as a legalistic religion. Judaism is a legalistic religion. Uh, there are only rules uh, to put in practice. But Islam is not like this. You know, there are rules in Islam, but these rules should be put in practice out of love, with joy, you know, uh, great cheer. And actually, this is the uh, third thing Everyone uh, should learn uh, our obligations, like the way we should live, what is right and what is wrong. Uh, so after you know, uh, you learn who Allah is and who is who who is His messenger. You connect to uh, Allah Taala and you get to know yourself. Like all these things make make you realize, uh, okay, I have some duties, you know, and uh, I have to live in a particular way a way that will be pleasing to uh, uh, Allah Ta'ala, then comes this practical level, uh, the, 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 the amal, the action, the fiqh comes in. You know, uh, so uh, but, uh, so there, no, there is no spirituality you know, without practice. You know, uh, because Rasulullah was the most spiritual man in the world, ever lived. We, have a, we live in a time where people will say, I love Allah, I know Allah loves me, that's enough. Uh, but uh, this love is fruitless. Uh, uh, if there is true love, there is obedience. Mm. Mm. Yani the, the lover uh, obeys, surrenders, submits to the beloved. Mm. Okay? So if you don't submit to Allah, that means you don't love him. It's not a real in love. In the best way. You know, it's not true love. You know, uh, uh, of course, there may be some love, but it's not perfect love. Perfect love leads to uh, uh, submission 
perfect love leads you to sacrifice and also obedience to Allah Ta'ala is a great honor for us is a great pleasure for us it's a great gift and blessing from us I mean it is not a burden because if I can do something to please Allah you know if Allah asks something from me to do which will be pleasing for him wow it's a great honor you know he's addressing me uh, talking to me and asking me to do uh, certain things so I should feel a great pleasure uh, that he's giving me some mission uh, to do I mean the creator of the universe giving me some mission you know uh, allowing me uh, to act on his behalf and he's hearing me can you imagine he hears me so, you know so he access me to his presence would you say Dr. Rajab that the greatest pursuit of happiness the greatest joy that a human being can ever have in this earth is knowing God? Yes. Uh, so this is called Sa'adat al-Uzma. Sa'adat al-Uzma. The greatest happiness. You know, the greatest happiness is, you know, uh, uh, gaining love of Allah Ta'ala. I mean, uh, in the Quran, Allah Ta'ala says, إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهَ If you love Allah, and you want Allah to love you, what do you want to do? I mean, you may love Allah, but that's not the ultimate uh, goal. The ultimate goal is, how can you gain love of Allah? How can you make Allah love you? Then, فَاتَّبِعُونِي Follow me. Follow the messenger of Allah. You know, then Allah will love you. So my okay? claim is not sufficient. Yes. You know, uh, there has to be some action. <laughs> there has to be some action, and that's going through the Prophet والسلام, yes. to then attain God's love. Yes, exactly. You know, then mutual love is uh, established. You know, you love Allah, and Allah loves you, and you become radi and mardi. You know, you are happy with Allah, and Allah is happy uh, with you. And there is no way, you know, uh, to make Allah love you without you loving Him. So the first step is you love Allah, and then you want him to love you. The second step is to follow Rasulullah because he's the messenger. You know, he brought you some message and you learn uh, this message. And this message teaches you what to do and what not to do. This is the uh, knowledge about first aqidah, then fuqh, then akhlaq. You know, faith, practice, and morality. These three things. And in these three uh, disciplines, you know, uh, f faith, uh, uh, practice, and morality, there are certain things that are obligatory on every individual, fardain. You know, some aqidah is fardain. Everyone must learn. Some fiqh is fardain. Like everyone must learn. And some akhlaq, morality is fardain. Everyone must learn. So these are fardain, like how we make salat, you know, uh, like articles of faith and fundamental principles of morality. These are fardain. So every parent is responsible teaching the children this fardain knowledge. Every school must design the curriculum to teach first the fardain knowledge. But today what happens, priorities are messed up. And even from the, uh, the age of young children? Yes, exactly. You know, uh, the, 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 so when you teach religion, first teach what's fardain. 
then go to the next. But what happens, like uh, first they teach art of Islam, ideology of Islam, Islam economic system, but the student doesn't know like Aqidah, doesn't know like the Amel, and doesn't know Akhlaq, the, uh, what's obligatory. You know, uh, so of course, uh, like all these other things are important, but there is a order of things. So Islamic education first teaches what's individual obligation on everybody, then what's fard kifaya. Fard kifaya means communal obligation. So this is also, you know, uh, needs to be uh, learned and studied. And Imam Ghazali says every profession is fard kifaya on the ummah to study and learn. And he says the best expert in every profession must be a Muslim in the world. Like in engineering, medicine, geography, history, psychology, in every discipline, every profession, the best expert must be Muslim, this fard kifaya. Otherwise, the whole ummah is responsible in the sight of Allah Ta'ala. He says this is because otherwise the Muslim Ummah becomes dependent on non-Muslims. So if the best uh, uh, brain doctor is non-Muslim, so all the uh, rulers of Muslims, all the rich people of Muslims, they go to that non-Muslim uh, brain doctor. And if there's a problem, what's going to happen, right? Uh, uh, so if like the best engineers, they are not Muslims, so you have to rely uh, on them. You know, uh, if the best, you know, like experts in any other, let's say, communication, you know, uh, so you have to get those experts, you know, to help you. So in every profession, in every discipline, you know, we are required, religiously required, you know, to have the best experts uh, from the Muslim community, we have to raise them. And this is what Imam Ghazali says. And unfortunately, Imam Ghazali is accused for being the destroyer of science in the Muslim world. Look at this, <laughs> what he's saying, right. and look at how he's uh, accused. <laughs> and this is in Ihya'ul-Muddin, Kitab al-Ilm. So like, those who are interested, they can go and look at Book of Knowledge. This where you know he uh, states this explicitly. So. Uh, I mean, producing the best expert in every field and studying every field. Because there is no field which is not Islamic. You know, every field is Islamic knowledge. As long as you study it with good intention to fulfill the fard kifaya. And as long like, as you've studied the prerequisite knowledge beforehand. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, you know, uh, then it becomes fard kifaya. You know, uh, so like I, in the summer when it's hot, you know, uh, I have students, I teach them. I never let them go to vacation for too long. You, know? uh, <laughs> you have to keep students, uh, you know, busy all the time. Otherwise, they may get involved in some other things. Uh, you know? <laughs> so, That's another podcast topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next one. You know, uh, Autumn's uh, called, called it, uh, you know, uh, curing by keeping busy. Mm. <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah, keep the children, keep the students you know, uh, busy all the time. <laughs> Otherwise, they give you trouble. Yeah. So like a summer, hot summer day, and like I'm giving them a class, and I ask them, uh, what's the hukum uh, of going to Umrah this time? Uh, they say, uh, Sunnah. 
And then I say, what's the hukum of studying this subject? You know, fiqh, tafsir, or sociology, or history, philosophy. What's the hukum of studying this subject? There's a fard kifaya. Then I ask, which one brings us more ajr, more rewards from Allah Ta'ala? Studying here in Istanbul or going to Umrah? They say, of course, studying here brings us more ajr because it's fard kifaya. Mm. <laughs> going to Umrah is just sunnah. Sunna. You know, uh, because you know, uh, because we are, you know, uh, doing something on behalf of the uh, Muslim Ummah. Uh, if we do this, and if we raise, you know, uh, best experts uh, in that particular discipline, then the whole Ummah will be saved. Mm. You know, uh, because we are working uh, on their place uh, as well. So this is fard kifaya. So every discipline, you know, is fard kifaya. But as long as it is with good intention and from Islamic uh, perspective. But even uh, even like studying wrong uh, perspectives is also part of this. How uh, so? Yeah, because uh, like uh, Quranic knowledge is comparative. Mm. Uh, in the Quran, Allah Ta'ala teaches Adam also shaitan. And shaitan's arguments are also presented very objective way mm -hmm. and then compared and critically analyzed. Mm. And Allah Ta'ala teaches, you know, Sayyidina Ibrahim and also arguments of the Nimrud and very objective. Allah Ta'ala, you know, uh, uh, transmits uh, their uh, uh, arguments also in a very objective way. Same thing like Musa alayhi salam and Fir'aun, right? And uh, Muhammad alayhi salam and uh, arguments of Abu Jahil, you know, uh, and uh, Abu Lahab and all these, you know, disbelievers. Uh, so their uh, uh, arguments are objective presented. So Quran, teaches a comparative perspective you know, to uh, Muslims. Allah didn't say, oh, these are all kafirs. Why should I mention them? Don't mention shaitan, don't mention Pharaoh, you know, don't mention uh, uh, Nimrud, don't mention Abu Jahil's arguments. It's not uh, like waste of time. You know? uh, but they are all uh, mentioned. So even if you study like what's wrong, uh, to protect the ummah from those you know, wrong ideas, to critically analyze and refute them, this is also part of the fard kifaya, you know? Uh, and like Imam Ghazali, he studied Greek philosophy for two years, and then he wrote Makastul Philosophy, and then he sat down and spent another year, he wrote Tahaftul Philosophy, you know? Like what those Greek philosophers think, what kind of philosophy they have. He spent two years from his life. He's a great, you know, uh, evliya, you right. know, saint. And then, uh, so, even like studying, you know, uh, like wrong philosophy, you know, uh, uh, emanating from materialism, modernism, postmodernism, etc., in a comparative way, to protect Muslims from getting influenced from those wrong ideas, it's also part of the far uh, kifaya. Uh, so uh, uh, this is the far kifaya knowledge, and then there is like a sunnah, and there is mustahab types of uh, knowledge. So depending on the importance and relevance to our day-to-day uh, -day, uh, practice. Uh, so each uh, type of knowledge and then useless knowledge, what not to learn. Okay, what not to learn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we so, study what not to learn. Yes. <laughs> so like many of the things that, you know, uh, you are taught 
in uh, American media, <laughs> you know, uh, TV, you know, internet, it's always you know, <laughs> and schools, yeah, many of them, you should not learn. Mm. It's a waste of time. Yeah. You know, it's a waste of time. You know, uh, Wasn't there a dua of the Prophet of God, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ilmin la yanfa'a? Yes, so Rasulullah hmm. was very pragmatist. Right. You know, Americans like pragmatism, right? <laughs> you know, you know, your country is based on pragmatism, yeah. right? You know. If we just trade yeah. the, the, the prayer of the Prophet where he says, Oh God, I seek refuge in you from knowledge that has no benefit. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, so... And Rasulullah was very, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, practical, you know, uh, uh, pragmatic in the proper domain. You know, uh, uh, pragmatism defined from Islamic uh, mm. perspective, not the capitalist pragmatism you have in America. You know, it's a different kind of uh, pragmatism. Uh, and uh, so he said, "Ilm nafia," like uh, useful knowledge. So he did not want useless knowledge. So what's useless knowledge? What's useful knowledge? So you should study useful knowledge and avoid useless knowledge. So useful knowledge is what brings you closer to Allah Ta'ala. Mm. You know, what helps you become a better human being? What helps you become a better husband, better child, better neighbor, you know, better student? You know, uh, so this is uh, you know, useful uh, knowledge. And useless knowledge that you know, takes you away from God, you know, destroys yourself, destroys your morality, destroys your relationship with your wife, with your parents, with your children. This is useless uh, knowledge, which uh, you should stay uh, away. You should not waste uh, your time with that type of uh, knowledge. Dr. Rajab, we only have a few more minutes with you and we're benefiting so much. Most of every time we get started with Dr. Rajab, we, we don't want to stop. But useful knowledge, you know, in your uh, country is what brings you more money. <laughs> well, that's the problem with the world. That's, well, that's what yeah. our lives are what based on, What makes you right? famous. Right? Yeah. All the YouTube hits and the Twitter refeeds. <laughs> yeah. the likes and the follows. So that's not the useful knowledge Prophet Muhammad yeah. uh, Which is an interesting uh, concept because people are even using the knowledge that the Prophet taught for those things. For those things to get them fame, to get them notoriety. Yes. Not for the reason he taught it. Which yes. is another scary thing. Yes. But Dr. Rajiv, you took us through our first podcast, Why Learn? And now you're taking us uh, through what to learn. I mean, what would happen if I don't take this uh, spiritual pursuit and intellectual pursuit to God? What would yes. happen to me? So uh, I can explain this by reference to uh, Rumi. Mm. So in the first verse, uh, Rumi, uh, in his Mathnavi, he says, Bishnav Aznay. از حکایت می کند جدای ها شکایت می کند listen from nay the flute nay uh, it is talking about its story it's complaining from its separation from Allah hmm. okay uh, so nay the flute here represents insan kamil hmm. the perfect master and the similitude is based on not speaking by itself so neither insan kamil the perfect master nor the fluid speaks by itself so there's an owner the master when he blows the fluid fluid makes noise right mm. otherwise there's no noise right so same way the perfect uh, religious teacher the master does not speak from his own mind speaks from uh, allah ta'ala and this is what 
he transmits to the uh, students. So listen to him, okay? Uh, so what does he tell you? He tells you about separation from Allah, mm. you know, uh, separation, Judaiha, separation. So today, you know, we are separated from Allah Ta'ala. We are disconnected from uh, Allah Ta'ala. And uh, so all our problems emanate from this uh, separation, mm. from this connection from uh, Allah Ta'ala. So uh, uh, if we don't uh, learn what we are required to learn, we get separated from Allah Ta'ala. We forget Allah Ta'ala. And then, you know, uh, as a, a penalty, he makes us forget uh, ourselves. And then we find ourselves in, you know, uh, so many psychological problems, despite the fact that we have everything, we, we are really unhappy, mm. you know, and then we start like fighting with each other, killing each other, like all this bloodshed and all this, you know, uh, problems, you know, uh, all over the uh, world, stress, you know, uh, depression, I mean, uh, like the people become like very rich. They have everything, but they have depression. They have stress. Mm. You know, uh, they are not uh, happy because uh, without uh, knowing what you are required to know, there is no happiness uh, in this world. There is no success uh, in this world. Uh, and uh, the, 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 the we need to learn the true knowledge, you know, that will connect us to Allah Ta'ala that will connect us to uh, ourselves and that will connect us uh, in a righteous way to people and the environment uh, around us uh, to uh, to the to, to the environment and also the uh, the animals and the whole uh, universe so this is what's missing uh, today and most of our problems you know, emanate from the uh, lack of uh, learning what we require to learn and the same thing goes to Islamic education. Uh, so Islamic education, or like all those Islamic schools, should teach what we are required to teach, you know, what our children are required to learn. And the parents, they are required to teach what the children are required uh, to learn. And uh, so this is, you know, uh, th this is based on what's fard, and then what's fard kifaya, and what's Sunnah, you know, uh, all these uh, different types of uh, what to learn and what not to learn, it's all outlined in our uh, books. Dr. Rajib Senturk, thank you so much for the time being here with us. You took us through the conversation of why learn, you took us through what to learn. The next thing we're going to do, Sidi Mustafa, is going to be how, how to, to learn. learn. Ta That's ta going to be number three. Can we really quickly, before we close, uh, Dr. Rajib, can we quickly just run through the proper order? of what to learn one last time for our listeners? Yes. Learn Allah. Learn His Messenger. Learn yourself. Then uh, learn what's the proper faith. What's proper practice. And then what's proper morality. These are the things that you are uh, required to learn. Then you learn what's Fard Kifaya which is not exactly what you personally need, but others need it. This is Fard Kifaya. You learn to help others. Mm. Any profession, any profession, you learn, uh, you, know, uh, you make your living, but with the intention of helping uh, others uh, as well.
Beautiful. Dr. Rajab, thank you so much for being with us today. To all of our listeners, alhamdulillah, please keep Dr. Rajab and his family in your du'a. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, elevate his rank for teaching us all this uh, wonderful Amen. knowledge uh, for those listening please feel free or she should be encouraged to subscribe to us on uh, iTunes on SoundCloud on Facebook and on Twitter and we'll see you all soon Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh